Welcome to Focus on Women, a platform we created to help support all women in the photography and video arena, from photographers and directors to producers and creative directors, stylists to assistants and more. Our mission is to give women a seat at the table and involve them in community through networking events, workshops, mentoring, and mentorship. In this first series of discussions, we talk to Bay Area photographers, directors, stylists, and producers about how they got started, what are their passions, challenges, and how are they looking to pay it forward to the next generation of artists in this field. Today's guest is Lee Beich. Lee is a phenomenal food photographer based in San Francisco. She started her career at the well-known RISD School and then moved on to the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. She comes from a long line of artists and creative thinkers. Lee holds a special place in my heart as I remember her from my start at Williams-Sonoma over 20 years ago. Her photography ranges from editorial and catalog to advertising and packaging. It is thoughtful, beautifully and artistically lit and ranges from light and white to bright and colorful while always feeling very purposely, artfully choreographed. Lee, I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I thought we could start kind of with where you started. I love your story and your family and all the creative aspects and how that got you to come where you are now. Yeah, it was um, it was an interesting start because my father was an, a creative director, a madman, so, so to speak, in New York and had worked with some of all of our photographic heroes like Irving Penn and Bruce Davidson and Joel Meyerowitz. So he had a great love for photography and encouraged me. He saw some creative promise when I was younger and encouraged me to do it. So I got into RISD. It was a great place to go and really learn about creative thinking and also spent a year in Chicago, which was also wonderful. That kind of gave me um, groundings in sort of creative thinking and thinking about my own personal vision. Also, then he exposed me to the commercial side of photography, too. So that's where I ended up wanting to focus on, but trying to bring a lot of those sort of fine art principles to what I do. Great. So did you start shooting originally then in New York, or how did you end up in California? So I um, graduated from RISD and then went to New York and worked with photographers there. I assisted and... um, really saw how people did things, how they ran their businesses, which was great, and discovered a mentor there. She really had an impact on me because she ran her business out of her loft in Chelsea, which at the time was not as what it is today, but she just built her crews when she needed them. She didn't have people on staff, which back then that was kind of unusual. Uh, So she was selective. She was able to be selective about the projects that she chose, and they were much more creative than a lot of the other projects that I was working and assisting on. So I loved her approach, and um, she kept her overhead low and just really focused on the quality of the work, which is, you know, why for me it wasn't about the money. It was about doing something that I could feel passionate about. So a great role model and also a woman in the business when there weren't a whole lot of women in the business back then. So it was uh, that kind of set me off to where I wanted to go. We ended up leaving, my husband and I ended up leaving New York and coming to San Francisco just for a different pace, like a different 
live-work balance, which we found here and we've stayed here ever since. So opened my studio here and started working with clients like Health Magazine, Williams-Sonoma, Chronicle Books, and things like that. Right. So let's talk about your studio because you still have your studio and you probably opened it around the time that I met you, however long that ago <laughs> that was. 20 years is scary. Yeah. But um, it's in a great neighborhood and it's not your traditional studio. No. It's grounded on that principle of live work, which it was, uh, I think, when we worked together. Um, it's a Victorian house and I've always believed that how you build your business has to be kind of holistic and represent your brand and your vision. So I didn't want to feel like I was going to work every day. I wanted to feel like a seamless experience so that, um, you know, when you're creating art, you're inspired by the things around you, you know, the, the cutting boards or the, the dishes and little things like that, which when my experience in the past of going into a studio is that it was very stripped down and very minimal. And I thought it would be better to be inspired by the things around you. Another um, photographer who was an inspiration to me was like Sheila Metzner in New York. And she, you see her life always crept into her fashion photographs. You can see that coming into photography now more and more. I wanted that personal aspect to come into the commercial photographs and I thought it would be impactful. So I started there and ended up not leaving there, but growing out of the, the sharing situation. So moved the family to a different location and kept this, the house as the studio. So it's, it, it represents kind of a location. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that clients and stylists and crew really enjoy working in this natural light space where it sort of softens the stress that sometimes we get in some of these big shoots. And how did you become food focused? Where did you start? The woman you were under in New York, was she a food photographer? She was not. And I, when I first moved here, I thought I wanted to shoot fashion, which San Francisco wasn't really a big fashion city. And I did some work with Surface Magazine and thought that was the direction I wanted to go in. But then I started getting um, editorial projects with Health Magazine, which was in San Francisco at the time. And just sort of more and more food projects started coming my way. And then uh, William Sonoma hired me to, to work on a food catalog that they were doing at the time. And then I got hired to do some cookbooks and I was really taken with the direction that food photography was taking at the time, which was away from the big overly lit kind of sets and more natural light and seemed more like creating fine art than doing product photography. So in that sense, to me, it felt more like fashion photography where you could be interpretive. You don't have to be so literal like with a product shot. So fell in love with food photography and developed some great clients. So it's I've kind of kept in that in that world since then. <laughs> right, right. And so you must have seen a huge shift of how that world has changed over the last decades that we talked about. And I wonder if you agree that when you started and Williams, you know, when Williams Sonoma even started, I feel like they were kind of the pioneer of that time 
of making things look more editorial. Yeah. Well, they shifted, when I first started working with them, they were shifting over to this almost like a Magalog. And it was incredible to work on because it was like a whole page of just a delicious recipe in a beautiful pot rather than 12 images of pots that, you know, and it did an incredible job at selling that product, but also that lifestyle thing. So it was, it was great to see that start. And then I think a lot of other brands started following suit, but I think they kind of started that at that time. And now, you know, you have a new wrap and you're doing more advertising, it looks like, and talk about that shift for you and how you decided to go that direction. I'm still shooting a lot of editorial as well and doing a lot of personal tests and doing projects that I feel passionate about and collaborating with food bloggers and thinkers and things like that. So I don't feel like it's that separate. There, of course, are more eyeballs on an advertising shoot, more Mm -hmm. brand considerations. But I think for the most part, a lot of my food clients, advertising clients do want to bring that look that would live pretty comfortably in social media. So it has to be kind of in keeping with that. So mm-hmm. in that respect, we get to have a fair amount of creativity, which is great. Right, right. Can you talk a little bit more about what does drive you and what is your passion project? You know, like what are those things that keep you wanting to be a photographer? Well, I think the creative process I've always liked trends and photography definitely has trends and sometimes it can drive everyone crazy because they're changing so quickly, but seeing where things are shifting and that people can be into different color palettes or textures or so it's fun to see the evolution of things and be a part of that. And the act of creating and working on a team is thrilling. It's fun to do and challenging and problem solving sometimes you know I deal with as a a mom and a woman so things like gun violence that you know in schools you think about those things and then I find out that a friend of mine is working on a project that's all about optimism and he developing a color of yellow with Pantone that promotes optimism and mental health so trying to incorporate some of that into food, which obviously I'm interested in, I've been working with it, having my mother battled with breast cancer for 30 years and was very much always engaged with the nutritional aspect of it. So the healing power of foods and then also shooting for magazines like Health Magazine and Eating Well, and you become hyper aware of the things that nutrition can do. So those are the kinds of personal projects that I like to work on and explore and put out there, as well as using those opportunities to just kind of explore style and lighting and changes like that. I think what's great about your career too is having that mentor who's who kind of helped you see that you could make it work. Because mm-hmm. um, I think not everyone gets that opportunity And it's part of what we like to talk about with Focus on Women is mentoring and how do we keep people, women in particular, interested in this field because it is very male-dominated. And 
I feel like, you know, at the time that I met you, there were there were actually a number of female photographers that I worked with as a producer. And um, and you were all really great at having your crew that you like to work with and then promoting them later to sort of take the next step. Is that something you still feel you are involved in? And do you feel there are less new female photographers or are there more coming up? I think there are more. I mean, there are more photographers in general, but I think uh, there are plenty of female photographers. And I think that the doors have really opened for, for women in this field, which is great to see. I think that opportunities are arising on social media where they're creating their own space and then evolving it into commercial realms as well. So yes, I think mentoring is, is important. Recently, I worked with a food stylist who talked about when she assisted at my studio and how she saw how I balanced being a working mom, and she was kind of inspired by that. So it's great to hear that stuff that, okay, well, (laughs) you always think, am I failing at this? (laughs) But maybe something did work out and left an impression because, you know, we're, we're trying to figure it out as we go along, balancing home life and work life and it's a competitive field. You have to be driven. So it's challenging, mm-hmm. but we make it work. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how about motion? That's the big topic, right? As a photographer these days is, do you do motion? And what does that look like for you and your path? Well, it's undeniable that it's an important thing, that content is important. I do offer it. I do think that there are different levels of motion and it depends on what the client's expectations are. And I have read that, which I feel is true, is that sometimes what they want in the time frame and the budget isn't necessarily full-on production level stuff. And what I like to offer is, you know, it can be full-on production level where you have you do have a crew um, or if they need a motion Um, solve, it would be something that would be more like a stop motion type of thing, which sometimes fits well into the photo shoot timeline. So I think it's um, just finding the different solutions to kind of the moving aspect of what a client is looking for. Was that like an easy progression for you to add? Or, you know, like with some of my photographers, they're very reluctant they they see it as a completely different medium yeah i think we're photographers and video is a whole different thing but part of it is for me is kind of interesting thinking about motion and how something can be interpreted that way but it is just it is a whole different way of storytelling and any tips or tricks or anything you can give like the younger artist about this field, like things that you wish someone had said to you. I always tell my artists, like, if this isn't your passion, <laughs> you know, there's no way you could survive, you know? Yeah, but it's not, it's not easy. I mean, like any art form, whether you're an actor or a painter, or you have to just hang on. And um, I think it's sort of that Malcolm Gladwell theory of like, the more you do something, the better you get at it. And um but you can be a great photographer and still it's a struggle because the business has a life of its own and the industry changes. And uh, I think it's 
hanging on and also being uh, flexible. I love seeing friends sort of evolve and change and take on different things. And I think that's important. And also just connecting and supporting each other. And I think that's important in our, as women in the industry is exactly what you're doing, which is getting together and having those conversations and supporting each other. And I've found that photographers can be so competitive with each other and sometimes women can be competitive with each other, but we go so much farther if we can be there for each other. And I love it when friends can text me and say, what do I do in this situation? Like, have you been in this situation before? And, or vice versa, you know, Mm -hmm. so, or we can talk about, you know, oh, how do you handle this? So I think that's um, important. I mean, obviously I have a passion for that. So thank you again so much, Lee, for joining us and um, sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to us today. We are focusonwomen.org. Please go to our site and sign up for our newsletters and it'll keep you up to date with the progression of our organization. And thank you to Phyllis from Zeta Films for helping us do our recordings. Until next time.